Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to another interview of Naked with Adele with women who lead powerfully in the feminine and share tips and life lessons. To learn more about the show, listen to episode one or go to adele-green.com chat show. Melikith Walken is the founder and CEO of Lionesses of Africa, which features some of the top women in business in Africa. And she's been traveling on this continent as a journalist for the past 10 years. And today I'm interviewing her as our feminine leader in her own capacity. Sub-Saharan Women has the top number of female entrepreneurs driven by necessity which today is a major source of growth in what many consider a third world. This drives startups for many businesses and what we deem social enterprise. Melanie, you're a voice for women who has beaten the odds in the process of solving their own and their society's problems as the lionesses of Africa movement. <laughs> And you support these women who have their own very humble beginnings in so many ways, especially because you think big. Melanie, how is African women being positioned in the world and how do you hope to change it? Well, I think the interesting thing is that this is very much seen as the decade of the African woman entrepreneur and I think that is the game changer in itself. I think the perception that the world maybe has had for too long is that African women are not in charge of their own lives, their own destinies, um, their own economic futures and that's changing. I think more and more African women are saying we want to be in control of our economic destiny, we want to be able to build a business, we want to take the ideas that we've had and instead of waiting for someone to provide a job or provide an opportunity, we're actually going to create it for ourselves. And I think that's probably the biggest game changer, not only for themselves, that sends a really amazing message out to other women in communities, to young women who are coming through schools, to their own children, uh, and actually to the rest of the world that says, actually, Africa maybe doesn't need a handout as you have always thought it did. We simply need opportunity and we need access to markets and we need access to the advice and the information that allows us to be the best versions of ourselves we can be. And if we have a business idea, we can actually create something that is not just for ourselves, that's sustainable and that's economically viable and that creates a living for ourselves and our families. But it allows us to send the message to our daughters and our sisters and our aunts and our mothers that in actual fact women can, can, can take control of their own lives. And, and I really think that's the changing dynamic and why this has been declared the decade of the African woman entrepreneur. I think we're going to see some of the most amazing things happening over the next 10 years. And we're going to see incredible businesses being led by amazing African women who are creating things, they're building businesses, they're building brands, they're building products, and they're finding solutions to some of the continent's biggest challenges. That's the game changer. 
Do you think this is a new phase of old style tribal villages where women were running the show because they were feeding everybody and men just went out to hunt? But in the new new way of living? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think more and more women have always looked after they've always had multiple roles. They've looked after family, they've raised children, they've provided um, they've they've had jobs. They've they've always had the pivotal role to play in their communities, and I think that's why we see them as genuine lionesses of Africa. They have these multiple roles that they fulfil every day, and I think on a personal level, what's really different now is women are saying, "What do I want to do for me as well? I actually want something that is fulfilling. I have ideas. I have." things I want to achieve. Uh, I know where I can make a difference. And it's not just in that nurturing role or in that community role. I actually have something I want to build that can make a difference. And I want to be able to sustain my family. I want to earn a living. I want to create something that I can be proud of. And that's why businesses are being built at probably a greater level than any, any, any time before by African women. They have ambition and particularly the millennials. And I think that's the game changer. Um, millennial African women are doing things differently. Millennials around the world are doing things differently. And I think here particularly, they're saying, listen, I, I'm a young woman with ambition. I'm, I'm educated. I don't want to be the woman that my mother was. I, I, I love what she's done and I, she's a role model in my life, but I want to do things differently. And I have access to technology. I might be in rural Africa, um, but I have access to technology. I have a, a mobile phone, I have a laptop, I have information at my fingertips and, and I want to do something that I can be proud of that can go global potentially. So we're not defined by our heritage and our, our history in the fact that it limits us in any way. In actual fact, millennials are, do not have a limit to what they think they can achieve. And that's, the, that's really a defining moment in the lives of African women, I think. Tell us more about what you're trying to achieve with the lives of Africa and why you think so big. Uh, look, I think when you live in Africa, you have to think big. I think Africa has a lot of challenges. It's a massive part of the world, uh, and it's a place where there is so much potential that has not been realized. And so I don't think you have any choice but to think big, uh, and I think that's the difference. Uh, there's no time to waste, and, uh, and you have to think big to get things done. So that's kind of the easy part of the exercise, and as I always say to every, every woman entrepreneur that I meet, it's just as hard or as easy, depending on how you look at it, to think big as it is to think small. It takes just as much effort. So why not just come out of the blocks thinking big? Um, and that's the exciting thing. I think what we're trying to do at Lionesses of Africa, to answer your question, is when I came to, to Africa and I started to meet the most incredible women, women entrepreneurs doing amazing things and building the most amazing businesses, often against all the odds, uh, really challenges that would floor um, anyone sitting in Europe or the States uh, or in Asia. Um, here there is just a spirit that says, uh, I, I have an idea, I want to build something, I want to build a business, and I'm going to do it regardless of those challenges. There's a spirit here that is just infectious. And, and yet, what I was fascinated by, and I've, I've been a writer all my life, and, and I was fascinated when I started to do some research for, for my book, Lionesses of Africa, which is about women entrepreneurs having a voice, actually telling their stories. I was amazed at all of these incredible stories have, have not really been told because women are too busy just actually building the businesses, raising families, um, having a life, and, and they're not very good at talking about how amazing they are. And, and the impact that they're having by building these businesses and these companies and these brands and, and not just that, women are different from 
their male counterparts in the world of entrepreneurship, they don't just build a company because they want to make a million dollars or they want to build the next biggest brand that is going to go global. Yes, they do want those things, but the difference is they want to look after community and they want to build something that is meaningful, that extends beyond the business and the brand. They want their children to be raised to have a great education. They want their parents to have a better life, you know, so that they can give something back. They understand the value of doing something bigger than themselves. And that's what's so special about women entrepreneurs. The one thing they are terrible about is talking about themselves and actually showing the world quite how amazing they are. And I felt as a writer and someone who has a passion for women's entrepreneurship that someone needed to start telling those stories. And Lioness of Africa came, it actually started out uh, as a platform to be able to share these amazing, inspirational stories of women entrepreneurs that have really been able to build the most incredible companies and brands and businesses and social enterprises that are making an amazing difference. Um, and really show how they did it, often starting with nothing. And I mean, literally, women who had nothing but the shoes and the dress they were standing up in. Um, and went out there to build some of the most successful businesses in Africa. And their stories are completely inspirational. You sit there and you think, you hear what these women have achieved against all of the odds, and you think, I have no excuse. What, as a woman in Africa, what am I doing? You know, they've, they've led the field. They are changing the way things are done and the way African women are perceived. What am I doing? It makes you question what you're doing yourself. And in actual fact, that's how what started out as a, a concept for a book turned into a movement, uh, turned into lionesses of Africa. Because women would say to me, the book's a great idea. Yeah, terrific. We're telling stories and we're going to share them, but you, you, you're only telling us a certain few. Do you realize how many millions of stories there are out there to be told of these inspirational African women who are building the most incredible businesses? And it doesn't matter whether they are multi-billion dollar businesses or they are small businesses that are feeding a family. They are all just as valid. And that's the incredible thing, you know? Women entrepreneurs at the end of the day are all equal in each other's eyes. Um, we all might aspire to be one another, but we love the journey we've all been on, and that's the difference. And so now, today, Lioness of Africa is a, is a community, it's a movement, it's a place where if you're a woman entrepreneur in Africa, you have a place where you can call home. You are with women that are just like you different stages of their journeys, but everybody has the most amazing story to tell. And women love storytelling. We, and Africa loves the art of storytelling. It's been celebrating stories for centuries. And I think there's something at a deeply emotional level that connects people through stories. And you can share experiences, and you can share advice and information. You can connect on a, on a human level with someone else who knows what it feels like that morning to be in business but not be able to pay the bills because it's just tough that month or to be struggling with finding um, a new market outlet for your business because it's just tough out there. And to be able to sort of connect with someone else who has been there and they've come out the other side, um, knows what it feels like and also has some great advice. And that's what we have. We've built a community of now what is 100,000 women entrepreneurs across Africa who all know what it's like to build a business. In a year. In a year. <laughs> and I think, you know, I think the message that sends out is that there is a reason women entrepreneurs want to come together at this particular time. And when I said at the start of our conversation, this is the decade of African women entrepreneurs. This is our time. And I think women understand that and they realize it and they want to be with like minded women who feel the same way. We're on a journey together. Is there a, is there a pattern? that you see 
in these women when you showcase what they do and you give them a voice in the world in how they solve their community problems? Uh, you know what, it starts with one thing. The one thing that I found, and it doesn't matter whether I'm speaking to a woman who's just set up in business yesterday or whether she's been in business for three decades, um, passion and sheer determination are the things that stand out. And that doesn't matter whether you are solving a problem in a community. I'll give you a classic example. There is the most amazing woman entrepreneur in uh, Nigeria, Chenyo Adachaba, who set up a company called Mitimeth. And she saw a problem at a community level that no one else was solving. Everybody knew it was there. Um, basically, the waterways of Nigeria were being strangled by this invasive aquatic weed that looked astonishingly beautiful, but was literally strangling the lifeblood of communities. It was taking away the livelihoods of fishermen. It was putting huge strains on, on households because no one had revenue coming in. Um, people were leaving neighborhoods because they, they simply had to go looking for work. And she said, this is crazy. Why is no one actually addressing the problem at source? If we tackle the problem of the waterways, we can bring life and breathe life back into communities. And as, as a smart, intelligent woman, well-educated, she said, well, I need to do something to solve this. Um, I'm going to take everything that I know and I'm going to do something that allows me to be able to tackle a problem at source and at the same time create a sustainable business that's going to give employment to people in local communities and particularly women. So she looked at it and said, okay, what can we do with these amazing, amazingly beautiful but highly destructive weeds? We'll turn them into products that are useful that the world will want. And she built a company called Mitimeth doing exactly that. But not only that, she said, how do I give employment to local people? How do I use their skills? to be able to turn a problem into an economic game changer. So she looked at the skills that they had and they were all weavers. They actually knew how to weave the most incredibly beautiful crafts. So she'd write, let's, let's use it as a raw source material. So now they're not only employing people to clear the waterways of Nigeria, but they're taking all of the raw matter that is coming out, these amazingly beautiful but horribly destructive weaves, and they're turning them into beautiful, world-class crafted products that they are selling to the rest of the world, predominantly places like New York and, you know, and, uh, and Paris and, and London and you know, the world-class capitals that want to have something beautiful with a backstory. It has an amazing backstory. It's creating a solution, sustainable solution to an environmental problem. It's giving employment to women and people in local communities that desperately need jobs. And not only that, it's sending a clear message to everybody that says, if you want to solve a problem, bring an entrepreneur in and actually create a business out of something that you know, needs to be solved. Africa needs more women to think like that. And I think that's the astonishing thing. I think the more you talk to women entrepreneurs, they're not only just building businesses, they're also solving socioeconomic problems in their countries. That's also what you've done. You've seen a problem where these women couldn't reach the communities that could probably give them the financial gain. Yeah, I think it's giving a voice. And with Linus is Africa by giving them a voice and showcasing their work. You're giving them the bridge that they need to actually get the exposure because they're working at the grassroots level in the community, but they have the ambition. I think it's. I think I'm doing what a lot of women in Africa do. I think we look at the skills that we have. In my case, I know I'm good at what I do. I can write. I can communicate. I can get messages across. I can get people talking. And I was able to bring my skills to the table to actually give voice to those that 
are not that good in that space and get people talking at a global level. And I think that's the, that's the critical game changer. I think if we can get the world to start taking notice of these amazing women entrepreneurs in Africa and to show that Africa has a different face, I, I think a lot of the problems that Africa has suffered over so many years is that, um, yes, it, it has challenges, for sure. Where in the world doesn't? But I think it's the way you approach them, and I think we have some really smart people here in Africa, particularly women, who are looking to make a difference and to change things and to do things differently here. But we haven't told the world that. So the world keeps throwing us you know, an aid check and thinks that that's a solution to everything. And now the world is realizing it's not. In actual fact, they realize that entrepreneurs are probably going to be the game changers of the next two decades, that they can actually solve a lot of the socioeconomic problems that are happening here because they're doing things differently. They don't need an aid check. They simply need opportunity. But you've made this sustainable because yeah. the world is asking for accountability when they give anything anyway. Now you're saying, don't ask us to, to be held accountable according to your structure. Let's show you what we can do. Yes. And then fitting with us as opposed to we will just fitting with you. You're okay. making this sustainable through the platform of Lionesses, aren't you? And you're also filling a need because people have this incredible need to connect. I think, I think that's the thing. I mean, I think the women, women out there in Africa are actually doing amazing things. They're doing far more amazing things than I can ever do. They are creating game-changing companies and organizations. They're doing amazing things in their communities. They're changing attitudes. They're doing things differently. They're sending a very different message to the young people coming through the continent. So they're actually the game changers. I'm simply a voice. I'm giving them a voice. And that's what Lionesses of Africa is about. It's about how we build a community of these amazing women entrepreneurs who are actually the ones doing everything. And we connect them. We allow them to share their inspiration and ideas between themselves. And, and all I'm doing is I'm saying to the world, listen to what they're doing. Take a look at what they're doing. And take notice and do something about it. Uh, that's, that's what I'm doing. They're, those women, those women entrepreneurs in Africa, they're the game changers. <laughs> Very humble. Typically like women. <laughs> never, never talk about themselves. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run. Took the hand of a preacher Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. I love you. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror 
and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the blow. Now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind, don't need to think it over, if I'm wrong I am right, don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adele-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.